With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. with you on a pain-free Friday with Mafia. So uh, tomorrow, you got uh, the NFL playoffs. Finally, the wild cards. I almost feel like uh, the week was as slow as waiting for the Super Bowl. I know that uh, we're going to Los Angeles Sports Grid, the network, all of our shows on TV and radio are going to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl at SoFi. And we're doing shows out there, Radio Row, L.A. Live, you name it, TV, radio, everything. We're going to be working at the SiriusXM uh, setup, at the FanDuel setup, at the uh, L.A. Live setup. We're everywhere. But I know this, the wait, you know, that two-week wait between the title games and the Super Bowl is the worst thing in sports. It's the worst wait in sports. And, and I think part of the reason why it's so bad is because uh, we always, uh, it seems like for the last 20 years, all we ever talk about is Tom Brady for two weeks. And you just want to, I mean, you just want to jump into a river. Uh, if you, I mean, you know what I mean? Might be like two weeks in a row of talking about that guy. I mean, is enough. Uh, I, it is enough to end up, uh, I'll be in a rubber room if I have to do it again this year. If I have to talk about Tom Brady for two weeks, and then go to Los Angeles and talk about Tom Brady for, you know, five straight days on the air doing uh, TV and radio. I am just, I, I literally, I am praying to God in heaven above that it doesn't happen again. I, I just, I, I can't take it. I, I just, I cannot do that again. Like, I will go out there and I will make fun of him for, I swear to God, if, if it's him again, Brady, I'm going to sit, I'm just going to spend a week making fun of him. I'm done. I'm done with it. I can't take it. But I thought this week, actually, waiting for the games from, like, you know, 
Last week was the last regular season games. We saw the Steelers get in and the Colts choke. And the Raiders got in and that great Sunday night game, right? And then uh, does it not seem – I think it seems like it's just been forever waiting for these wild card games. I mean, honestly, like, it, they're still not here. It's Friday night. I'm still not there. I'm still not at the start of the race. The NFL playoffs are awesome. And, you know, the fact that we got two games tomorrow, three on Sunday, and one on Monday is just delicious. I can't get enough of it. And uh, waiting for it to start has been just laborious. I can't even uh, I can't even take it anymore, especially with these crappy games they've had on tonight. I, I just want to... Like, get to these games and, and get into it. Like, it's just right. awful. You know what I mean? Well, I part, like, aren't you, like... Yeah. I agree with you. I think part of it is, you know, A, we had that extra week this year, so the playoffs are delayed a week. Usually, you know, you, we've already gone through the wild card round where we have a bunch of crappy games, and now we're getting the top seeds getting in there, and we're going to have some good matchups and getting excited for them. I think that's part of it because, you know, instead of having playoffs last week, we had week 18, which had a couple games that were great, Obviously, the Sunday night game was, you know, uh, the best of the season, possibly. You know, you had your Steelers to have that great game. The Jaguars pull off the huge upset that, you know, made the turmoil happen. So there was definitely some good games that locked people in. But for the most part, the week sucked. For the most part, the games didn't matter. And there were plenty of teams that played that way. Cincinnati playing nobody. You know, the Giants having nothing left to play for against Washington. So, hey, let's QB sneak on third and eight out of our own 13. Like, there were so many bad games that usually we have gotten through by now before January, that I think that's part of it. It makes you feel like, you know, with the way that we've had to drag it out a week to get to the good games possibly next week because you're not looking forward to these games. It feels like we waited forever. It does. And I got to tell you, but look, I know there's people. We welcome our radio affiliates to the show on a Friday night. When we do, um, you know, Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 ESPN San Diego, and then uh, Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA. Uh, good to have you with us. Illinois covered. They won 68-53 over Michigan. So, uh, you know, bottom line is uh, the Steelers, I've heard all these people, you know, talking about, you know, they didn't deserve to be there. And uh, to that I say, you lose. All I know is they went to Baltimore and they won the game in overtime. They got it done. And I bet on the Jaguars. Uh, with 15 and a half against the Colts and all week long on Sports Grid, on Coast to Coast and on the bench, I said, I'm taking the Jaguars at 15 and a half. Mafia knows it's true. God is my witness. I had a feeling after, you know, they hadn't won a game there in seven years. Why would they win this year? Just because they're better? You know, it is so hard to shake a jinx, you know, like a team that you just can't beat. Or, you know, like the Patriots always go down to Miami. They, they lost that game, right? They, they go down to Miami late, and they lose every year. And uh, the Colts go to the Jaguars in Jacksonville every year, and they lose. So I bet against them, and they lost. And uh, you saw the fallout in Indy. They are talking about, like, they're about done with Wentz. I mean, one and done. So that guy's in trouble for his job, and that may be the last job he has. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. You're listening to Sports Grid, the home of the winning edge, carrying on the fine tradition of sports gaming from all the way back to ancient Rome. But they never had a mobile app. So count your blessings, Sporto. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. So uh, the Bills are hosting the, you know, uh, Patriots and, and Below tomorrow night, and it's going to be literally zero degrees. And they're saying, you know, no wind. When it's zero degrees, wind makes it worse, no doubt. But when it's zero degrees, it's bad enough. But the funny thing is, is I love how whenever they play these games, when it's zero degrees or 20 below and Lambeau or whatever, how they turn that into – the main factor of the game. I mean, it is all they talk about. Like, how are they going to play in this kind of weather? Meanwhile, like today I said it on, on Sports Grid TV on Coast to Coast. I said, listen, these dudes are the violent, most crazy, hard-hitting, fanatically nuts athletes in the world. Like, is there anyone literally more violent than the NFL? I mean, all I can think of is the NHL when it comes to hitting. I mean... What I saw Milan Lucic do to that guy's face last night with those hands of his and cut, he butchered his hands up, beating this guy to death, uh, punching him with haymakers, rabbit punches. All I know is uh, that's violent. But these guys in the NFL, there's no guy playing in the NFL that's afraid of cold weather. There's not one, not even a kicker. I mean, honestly, these guys are not afraid to play in freezing cold weather. I mean, you'll see guys come out with no sleeves. They're not afraid of this. And believe me, once you start, if you're playing and you're in the game, you, you're literally, you know, believe me, you. if you're in the game, your body's heated up when you're running and getting lit up and hit like that. The guys that are cold are the ones standing on the sideline that aren't playing. They're the ones freezing their ass off. The coaches are freezing their ass off. Guys out there playing, they're not freezing. You think T.J. Watt's going to be freezing at Arrowhead? He might be breathing like he's freezing with the smoke coming out of his helmet, but he's totally lit. Those guys are lit, Mafia. You know it's true. Do you really believe that that game in Buffalo tomorrow night is going to be decided by cold weather? No, not at all. I mean, if it was other weather, if it was wind, if, you know, like they had the first time they met, if there was like giant blizzard snowstorm, that would change the game. Cold's going to affect it, but it's not going to, I think, change it ultimately unless you have some big injuries because some guys, you know, 
been on the sidelines a little bit and the muscles get tight and then all of a sudden he pulls something. But I mean, we're not talking about high school or even college, like the pros, these guys have those giant jackets they put on once they're on the sidelines. They have those giant heaters, you know, where they even the benches. They have like heated benches these guys sit on when they're not playing and warm themselves up. Sure, on the field is cold, but you know, the rest of the game, the other half of the game that you're sitting on the sidelines, you're okay. Don't you think, like, as I heard today, you know, we ran that clip with Bacaccia Bread, the coach of the Raiders, they're like, you know, it's going to be cold for them, too. You know, we're going to Cincinnati, so what? Like, we're not afraid of cold weather. we got a football game to win. Like, there's, believe me, you, there is no, I mean, I, I honestly don't think they have a care in the world about the weather. I mean, they just... But, like, Tom Brady's not going to come out tomorrow night when it's raining. In Tampa, there's a big rainstorm and wind and everything. Tom Brady's not going to stop slaying the ball ever. I don't care what the weather is. I, I really don't. They're not going to win or lose. Now, there might be a fumble that, that costs you the game because of the rain. There might be a slippery football that costs you the game or pick an interception or something crazy could happen. But I can guarantee you they're not afraid of it. And they're not afraid to play in it, the elements. I, I think it's just the elements are always part of the uh, story. There's always weather reports. And what's the weather around the league looking like today? They do that from week one on. And week one and, and you know, when they start playing in September and it's 85, 90 degrees game time on the field, 105. Like, who cares what the weather is? They're sweating their ass off. And then at the end of the year when they play in the playoffs, they're freezing their ass off. And then when they go play in a Super Bowl, it's going to be beautiful. Right? right. Play in and Los it, Angeles, and it doesn't matter what the weather is. And it will, you know, affect some decisions, of course, especially if you get someone in there, like we said, the snowstorm, blinding the rain. That, that could affect things, yeah, the, the game plan. Maybe you don't go for it, you know, with the kicker as much, and maybe you go for more fourth downs if it's going to be harder to throw or, you know, the wind's going to be kicking up and, and making it hard to kick it. There's going to be certain decisions that are going to be changed by it. But like you said, we, like besides you said, Bro, we both got to deal with it. And honestly, if you're the Raiders, I mean, while you play in Vegas, so it's all you this warm weather team and you can't go play in the cold, probably be better served for them to play in the cold because if it's nice, if it's not windy, if you could just sling the ball, they're going to be doomed against Cincinnati. If those freak show receivers that they have that can't be tackled, it's going to be a nightmare for them. It'd probably be better served for them if it was just a Mixon versus Josh Jacobs slugfest. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's not going to be that. I mean, this guy, Burrow, to me, is he's sickening. I mean, this guy's, I think he's, you know, to me, I mean, he really is. Like, I, they talk about Herbert, right, uh, what he's done with the Chargers. Well, you know, at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I know this sounds crazy, but he hasn't done anything. What has he done? I, I, he throws the ball all over the field. He, he comes up with big numbers, big quarterback ratings, touchdowns, yards, everything, completions. That's great. Is he in the playoffs? Is he in the playoffs? No. So here's the deal. Joe Burrow is in the playoffs. I think Joe Burrow is more exciting and I think that he's the most exciting thing that you know has come into the league. Frankly, am, am I tripping, Mafia? Like, as a quarterback, uh, all we hear about is Justin Herbert is the best thing that's come into the league, right? That's what we've heard. 
Well, now uh, I think that's been superseded by Burrow. I think Burrow's what he's done uh, this year. Now, last year didn't count. He blew out his knee. Like you know, a couple of games in, he blew out his knee. It didn't. It didn't count. He never played. So this year is really his first year where he's you know been healthy. And look what he's done. I mean, he is unbelievable. This guy, in two games, almost threw for a thousand yards. And I mean, he lit it up and threw to every guy. It literally had a uniform on. I mean, he was throwing it all over the place. He doesn't just throw to Chase. He throws to everybody. Boyd, Higgins, he throws to everybody. Uh, I don't know how the Raiders are going to stop that. I mean, I think he's the most exciting thing going right now in the NFL. Uh, They talk about all these other guys. What is Kyler Murray doing compared to Joe Burrow? You know, I mean, besides nothing. I mean, Kyler Murray's exciting, but he fell off a cliff. They should have won the West. They didn't. Joe Burrow won the North. He won the division. He got it done. He got him in the playoffs. Now, I don't deny that uh, Arizona's in the playoffs. The reason they're in the playoffs is because they started, whatever, 7-0, and whatever it was, and they won all those games. But, the you know, the last quarter of the season was pretty much a disaster for them, wasn't it? Yes. And was it ever a disaster for the Bengals? No. And was Burrow... Uh, the best player in the NFL the last quarter of the season? Yes. Who was better than him? What quarterback was better than Joe Burrow? I mean, this guy, he is on fire. Meanwhile, Mafia, there isn't a soul on the face of the earth that thinks they're going to do anything in the playoffs. I mean, uh, most people I know, I told you today on Coast to Coast, most Sharps are betting on the Raiders. They're all on the Raiders to win. Are you serious? Are you taking the Raiders, Mafia? No, I'm not taking the Raiders. They barely got in there. Uh, they had a great game against the Chargers. They had a great run here these last couple games, but they have been a mess all season, and they just don't have the offensive firepower to hang up, even with Waller back. If those guys get off it, Burrow, Chase, Higgins, you know, they're just ridiculous, the points they can put up Nixon. So I don't expect them to, to keep going and make this run. I think the problem is everyone sees the Bengals, and they say, oh, the Bengals are playoff failures. They never do it, no matter who's there. Most of that was under Marvin Lewis. You know, this is a new regime. Not that Taylor's done much yet. This is the first year he's been good. But, you know, Joe Cool's in there. Under, you know, under pressure, he has no problem. He's going to make it happen. There is no uh, comparison with this team and the failures of Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. Those were really good teams. They made the playoffs every year, and they lost every year. I don't believe for one minute that this team at all is jinxed because of them. I think Burrow's going to come out and win that game tomorrow, and that's all there is to it. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it. Mavi, I hit that Davidson uh, game against Richmond in uh, Richmond, Virginia. The Spiders lose by three, and Davidson was laying one. Uh, it was a pickup when I got it this morning. I had a great day in college basketball betting. All of my plays for Saturday are posted already in college basketball at FerrellOnTheBench.com. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L OnTheBench.com. And uh, you're going to dig it. If you... Uh, become a member. It's it's easy. It's simple. It's cheap. It's a joke. It's like the greatest thing ever. Fans love it. Uh, you don't hear anybody uh, crying about it. Oh, this sucks. You don't hear that because everybody uh, that's a member loves it because they all make money. It's simple. My, my action is great. Uh, obviously, I lose bets, but I hit so many make your head spin, and we make people fat stacks. Again tonight, college basketball, killing it. Tomorrow's action, top 25, all posted. Unranked, all the games that matter, posted. Uh, hockey, posted. NBA will be posted tomorrow. Uh, I don't get the NBA best lines until early in the morning. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, I have to play that game every day. I hate it, but it is what it is. But we'll get those up uh, tomorrow, uh, you know, kind of prior to lunchtime, uh, no doubt about it. It, it'll be done. So uh, go check it out. Join. You'll dig it. Uh, try it for a month or two. See what happens. I think you'll uh, be pleasantly surprised. So anyway, the uh, Patriots and uh, and Bills in the B-Low tomorrow night. By the way, uh, Mafia knows uh, the last several weeks in the NFL, I've been raking. Uh, week 17, 71%. Week 18, again, another big day where I'm hitting tons of NFL spreads, and that's really all that matters at the end of the day. Do you hit the uh, money lines and spreads? Are you making people money? Yes. Simple as that. Pharrellonabench.com. So all those plays are up for the wild cards. Who do you like, Mafia, in the below? Uh, do you give uh, this game? Um, they've met twice. We saw what happened. They each won. Uh the Patriots ran the ball down their throat, and then uh, I got that game right, and then the uh, Bills uh, returned serve, and I got that game right. Now uh, we go to uh, the rubber match in the playoffs at uh, Orchard Park. Josh Allen against uh, Mac Jones and the Pats, and I guarantee if that guy has to throw the ball a ton against the Bills, I think that's going to be a problem for them. And I don't think they're going to run the ball down the Bills' throat again. I don't think that's happening a second time. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is going to be how do the Bills adjust to that running game because it's going to be similar weather to the first time they played. It's going to be brutally cold. 
like six degrees Fahrenheit. It's I was seeing for well, that's what it is right now. It's going to be like low twenties tomorrow night, I believe. The wind gusts are going to be between twenty and thirty-five miles from what they're saying right now. Again, so it's going to be really windy. It's going to be hard to throw. We know what the Pats are probably going to do. They're going to keep running it until you make them stop. Can the Bills make them do it this time? Are they going to get it thrown down their throats? And can they get their running game going again? They got it going against the Jets. We know the Jets suck, so it's not exactly you know a shining star like they're ready to go in the playoffs, but. I worry about the, the Bills' strength is not rushing. It's throwing the ball. It, it's throwing it, and then maybe you know Allen rushes it when you're backed up trying to recover Stephon Diggs going down the field. So it's not what they want to do, but this is going to be a big adjustment right now. It's going to be a big, you know, let's see what you have game for the Bills because and that coaching staff. If you can make the adjustments from that first game, because forget the second game, it was nice weather. This is the same weather as the first game. How do you make it not be the same game that you saw? Of course, Belichick's going to make his adjustments. I'm sure Jones is going to try to throw it a couple more times in three, but I'm going to go Buffalo's one. They they got to make the adjustments. They got the talent. They have to get it right here. Do you really? I mean, because uh, you know, I, I know people are enamored with Mac Jones, and uh, they you know he was, I guess, in the running for sure for Rookie of the Year. But there's no way they're giving that to him over Mac uh, over Chase. What Chase did is. I mean, the numbers Chase put up are so ridiculous. He's just got to be the rookie of the year. And then, you know, I mean, I think what uh, Najee Harris did uh, for the Steelers, uh, almost 1,200 yards on the ground running up the middle every play, I thought that was more impressive than Mac Jones as well. So I would go I would go Chase, Harris, Jones in terms of that voting, but who, who cares? I could care less who the rookie of the year is. But I'll say this, um, I, I think – the Bills have to get in his head. I, I don't – I'm not afraid of him. I, I, You know, if I got a veteran, badass AFC title team that went to, you know, the championship game last year, you have got to get to this guy and rattle him. You have got to get to him and put him on his ass. You've got to get to him and hit him. You cannot let that kid drop back and throw the ball like he's Tom Brady all day playing for the Patriots. You've got to get to him and mess with him. And I mean pick him off, hit him, drill him, knock him around. I don't even care if you take a couple penalties. Uh, you got to let him know who's boss. I, I am not letting that rookie come in and beat me in my stadium in a playoff game. It's not happening. I'm not having it. Uh, you know, I don't know what they got to do to get them amped up for that game. But if they have to be amped up, they're going to lose anyway. They need to be amped up on their own knowing, look who this kid is. He's coming in here. He's in for a rude awakening, Mafia. Well, first of all, they have to get it in his hands to begin with before you can even get to him and hit him. You have to make sure that they can't just have him hand off all game because if he can do that, then there is no pressure on him. There is no getting to him because he's just taking the snap and passing it along. So you have to get in that box. You have to load it up. You have to say, you're not running it on us today. You're going to make this kid throw it in crappy weather, in wind. And once they have to take that chance and put it on his hand more than three times, that's when you get in the backfield and you hit him and you rattle him. You got to make them give it in to him, make it be a Mac Jones arm. And then you, like you said, you get to him, get in his face, knock him down. Even if you don't stop him, even if you don't sock him, you know, you, you get those legal shots when you can, maybe even one or two illegal ones just to make him know like, Hey, we're here. And it's going to be a long day for you. They gotta, they gotta get Josh Allen going. I mean, this guy runs the ball and throws the ball. He's one of the best. He needs to get going. He needs to get his act going fast. 
Like from the jump, he needs to take over that game and say, I'm the boss here tonight. This is my world. Welcome to my house. I'm running this show. I'm telling you. Uh, All right, let's talk about um, Sunday. Uh, You know, these games on uh, Sunday obviously run all day long. And, uh, you know, you got uh, three games and then you got the Monday night game. So Steelers and Chiefs. Uh, they're playing that one at night. The first game up is Eagles-Buccaneers. I am not falling for this uh, Eagles team, that they're anything more than, uh, frankly, uh, th- I said from the jump that if they made the playoffs, which they did, that they would be one and done. And I still believe that. And I still believe uh, the Raiders and the Steelers are one and done. I really do. Uh, I-, I don't put that same regard on the Patriots. I think they, you know, they could, they could actually... Certainly, I think they could win. Uh, if they play a great game, I think they could beat Buffalo. I do. But I'm on Buffalo. But I think the, I think the Patriots deserve more respect than that. I don't, I don't believe in giving the, frankly, uh, the respect I gave the Eagles and the Raiders and the Steelers was getting in. I respect you for getting in. I respect you for making it. But I'm not respecting you enough to win. I really am not. And there's no way I buy that Philadelphia has beaten Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers in their stadium in a place they won Super Bowl 55 with the greatest quarterback that ever lived. No, I'm not buying that either. Although, you know, could that eight and a half be in play? Possibly because it's supposed to be a lot of rain, a lot of wind. So we know Tom Brady can play and that. Obviously he played New England for all those years. But, you know, if you have to go more running the ball, even if it's warm and it's a sloppy track, you can't really, you don't have receiver depth. You got to do more things, you know, maybe more short passes to Gronk and see what he can break off with that or Evans, you know, crossing routes. If you can't throw deep things, maybe it keeps it closer and, you know, you, you cover that even a half and they only win by a touchdown. But I definitely think they're going to win this game because, you know, as we were talking about with Mac Jones, for the Eagles, it's been all about the run game. And you know that Tampa's going to try to shut that down. They got a great running defense. They got Vita Vea. They got, you know, these other guys that are in there to shut down the run. So if they're able to stuff that, if they're able to make Sirianni put it on Hertz's arm, that's where they're going to get in some trouble. You know, we've seen it all season. He got better as the year went on, but he got better as the year went on because they took it off of him. They put it on the rush game. Once they made themselves a running team, that's when they were good. Early in the season, when they tried to let him sling all over the field, that's when they got lit up. So, if you can shut them down, you know, just like Buffalo, get in their face and stop the line of scrimmage so that they have to throw more, that's when Hurts is going to have you know issues, and that's when Tampa could possibly run away with it. I don't see them running the ball against Tampa like this is some kind of party. When they played them before, they got their ass beat, and they covered because of garbage time scores. And we talked about that on uh, Coast to Coast. Uh, they should have never covered in that game. They did, and... I covered that night. I remember getting the garbage. I remember going crazy that I covered that bet. All I know is uh, Tampa was beating their ass, and that's what they should do uh, on Sunday. That's just all there is to it. Tom Brady losing to the Eagles. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady, uh, most people think he's going to be playing the Packers in the NFC Championship game, right? Those two teams are the two best teams. That's all there is to it, and all these other teams are posers. I, I really don't believe in, in the Rams in Arizona of going deep. I mean, they might have a great playoff game, but how many playoff games? Not as many as Tampa and Green Bay. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. It's a jungle out there. So many possibilities, prospects, and probabilities. It's easy to become overwhelmed. That's where we come in. Relax. We're your trusted source for expert information on sports gaming strategies and information. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. All right, Mafia, I'm uh, thinking about, uh, obviously, uh, the other two games on Sunday. And uh, I think, you know, I'm all over the bucket here. So the Cowboys game, it's it's crazy to me that uh, Dallas uh, is favored by three and that nobody respects them. I mean, all I've heard all week is Niners. All I've heard is the Niners are going to beat them. The Niners are better than the Cowboys. Well... If that were the case, then how are the uh, Cowboys 12 and 5 and, and uh, the Niners are 10 and 7? I do not believe for one minute that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go down there and shred that defense with Parsons and Diggs. And I, I got to tell you, I, I just don't see it. I mean, I don't, I really don't see what's so special about uh, the Niners. And by the way, I took the Niners against Arizona. So. Uh, I bet on them, but that was that's a bet. Doesn't mean I I think there's some great team or anything that they can just go and and kick Dallas's ass like it's a, a walk in the park. I mean they're playing there a hundred thousand people. Dak Prescott, uh, he's got nice receivers. They're all I I think they're relatively healthy, and that defense is no joke. I mean, if Dallas doesn't win this game, I mean it is just unbelievable their futility in the playoffs of not making it or not doing well in it. It is amazing to me. Uh, they're failures. They have got to right the ship. You got a home game right here, Sunday afternoon. You got to beat San Francisco in your building. That's all there is to it, Mafia. Yeah, listen, this is a big proving one for Dallas because they have a nice record, you know, in large part because the division's terrible and they beat up on that division. You know, they did not look great coming down the stretch. Even games they won, you're, you're looking at them like, 
you know, what's going on here? Zeke's not running it hard anymore. You know, you don't have the double-headed monster of him and Pollard with Pollard ever since he, you know, messed up his foot. You had guys go down, you know, Gallup, you just lost, but otherwise your top two receivers are there. I know you didn't have them or had them at different points with Cooper, and, uh, you know, it's just the way it is. You got to get your offense going right now. Your defense has been playing great. Your defense has saved you. And it's going to be interesting to see how they match up against this offense because Jimmy G's hands messed up. That's going to hurt them. But Debo Samuel's all pro. This guy's been all over the place. You get Diggs, just follow him everywhere? Or do you, you know, are you going just wherever he is, that person covers it? Because that might be bad. They might find a bad matchup that way. Parsons, as good as he is rushing it, you know, he, like he said, couple weeks ago when we played the clip for him, he does so much all over the field. So he's just not the guy that straight rushes. So is he's not a guy that's going to get to Jimmy G now because you got to maybe put him on Kittle a little bit and make sure Kittle doesn't go off. It's going to be interesting to see how their defense matches up against San Francisco. I think Jimmy G's thumb out actually, you know, obviously helps them because he's not throwing it right. He got better, but it's still, you know, is banged up. He's not going to grip it right. So he's going to do his best to gut it out. But the big thing is going to be how does – the Dallas offense, can they get going again? How do they match up against the good defense of San Francisco? I like Dallas. I like them at home. I think, like you, the San Francisco's a little overrated. Everyone's talking about them like they're the dark horse that's going to pull everything off. And then, like you said, giving no respect to a team like Cincinnati. I think that Dallas is better, but can their offense get going? Or is it going to be another game where they are you know, sluggish out of gates and all of a sudden they find themselves down by 17 before we get to the second quarter? Like the Arizona game when they, you know, you're down in Dallas and, and Arizona pushed them around. The, the Arizona game. game the, they the led Denver belly to belly. Game. Yeah, I think the Denver game was a, a wash. I think they uh, didn't show up for that one. They didn't respect them at all. That was that was a joke. But I, I think the Arizona game is the one that I would say is problematic, that they let them, you know, here's a good team came in. They can play with anybody, and they and they let them start to finish, and they beat them. And uh, Dallas couldn't do anything about it. They kept getting in the game, kept getting in the game, kept getting in the game, and they still lost the game. Uh, they didn't get it done. They cannot have that same type of game with the 49ers, where they let you know San Francisco come in there, jump out, get a lead, and 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 play with them belly to belly from that point forward. I think I think Dallas has to come out and establish. Uh, that they mean business. We're the number three. We're going to come out here and we're going to win this football game. You are not coming in here and messing with us. It's not happening. We've already had that happen. We already had that happen with the uh, you know Cardinals. We're not having it happen again. And if they let it happen again, I mean, they, I mean, they are just going to get absolutely torn to shreds by not only the Dallas media but more so the national media because they love to make fun of the Cowboys when they lose. Uh, when they don't do anything and they don't perform and they're not a playoff success and they're and they fail year after year after year after year after year after year, I mean it just becomes fodder for jokes. I mean everybody starts bashing the Cowboys and they love. I think people actually, I think the national media, I think fans love to see Jerry Jones fail. Yeah, especially when it's the offense that's failing because for all this time, you know, it was the offense putting up a million points, but the defense couldn't stop anybody, right? Now the defense is the better side of the ball despite all the money that they have on the offensive side. But, you know, the money they gave Cooper, the money they gave Dak, the money they gave Zeke, and all those guys haven't been as good since they got paid. Meanwhile, the defense is carrying them right now. So, uh, real quick, Dallas up on uh, Memphis uh, with a minute 47 left in the third. It's a seven-point Maverick lead trying to end the Grizzlies' 11-game winning streak. All right, the Steelers. 
play the Chiefs Sunday night at Arrowhead, and uh, you know the deal. Uh, that's the biggest point spread of any game. It basically uh, has been uh, 12 and a half all week. It's still 12 and a half. And Mahomes and company, uh, a lot of people have them favored to go back to the Super Bowl and their third straight. And then, uh, you know, take the AFC. And a lot of people have it as uh, Buffalo and Kansas City again in the AFC title game. Uh, do you think uh, the Chiefs and Bills, uh, you already said you think the Bills are going to win. Do you think it's going to be the Bills and Chiefs again for the AFC championship? And how do you think the uh, Steelers are going to fare against Mahomes and the Chiefs after a couple of weeks ago they kicked their ass? Yeah, I think this is going to be a tough game for them, but I think they could, you know, hang in there, but they're going to need the defense to help them out a lot because, like you've said time and time again, you know, someone who's seen every game, who's gone to a bunch of them, the offense just hasn't done enough. You know, this isn't the old days of, you know, your boy Big Ben just slinging along the field for 500 yards. You know, they really need the run game to help them so much because, you know, some of these guys just aren't living up. Claypool has not been good. He had an awesome year last year and has not been great. You know, Washington, uh, Johnson's been carrying them. Deontay's been awesome. Even Ray McLeod's been better at times than Chase Claypool. So they need a big game from him. They need a big game from Firemuth and, you know, the running game to get going. And that could be happening because, you know, while we had a couple of weeks there, we're all of a sudden the Chiefs defense is playing awesome while Mahomes is throwing picks. We're like, wow, look at this defense shutting people down. They've slipped up the last couple of weeks. They've gone back to what we saw more in the beginning of the season. You know, we saw that against Cincinnati when the Bengals came back and beat them. With the lead that they had, the way the defense played for four or five weeks, there should have been no chance of the Bengals getting back in that game, but they did and they won it. So there obviously is a good chance for Pittsburgh if they could put points up and have their defense get to Mahomes. If TJ Watt could be in the backfield and frustrating Mahomes and throwing him down like he was, you know, having happened against Tampa in the Super Bowl, it could be a tough day for him and it could be a closer game than we expect. But it all depends on what that offense can do and if Big Ben can lead those guys into some success because they get down big, they're not a team that's going to come back big. They have a couple times. I'm not saying they, you know, they, they, they against Minnesota, but we know that there's going to be points put up at some point by Kansas City. So they need to keep it close throughout. Otherwise, it'll get ugly. The only reason they came back against Minnesota is because the Vikings suck. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, have, the, the one question I have is, can Juju Smith-Schuster actually play in that game after missing the entire season and then showing up at practice this week? I mean, I cannot believe that guy after shoulder surgery, whatever it is, that he is back at practice, and they're talking about him possibly being able to go in this game. Now, I know there's been talk of he's questionable, this and that, but I've also heard he's uh, looked great and that they think he can go. I don't know what to believe. Do you think he's going to play in that game? And if he does, could he actually make some plays? If he's in there, he can make some plays because this isn't, you know, the situation that we had last year, you know, where he was the main guy. I think that he was great when he was the not focal point where he's the guy that they maybe forgot about a little bit. So now you have, you know, Johnson carrying the way as far as the receiving core. You have Claypool who can be dangerous when he gets his head in the game. You have McLeod who can make some plays here or there. I think that Juju wouldn't be the main guy because obviously not just the injury coming off of that, but just that you've had Deontay Johnson emerge as an awesome receiver. So that could be a good situation for him where even if just for a couple of plays, he gets in there and, you know, he's the, the second or third guy in a stack of three on the side. And all of a sudden, you know, you follow Johnson Claypool and he pops out out of nowhere and gets 15, 20 yards. He can factor in. It just depends on his health. If he can actually get in there and take some hits.
Well, we already know how good Kansas City is. They should blow out the Steelers. Everybody's giving the Steelers no chance whatsoever. Uh, are you going to grab that 12-and-a-half? Yeah, I'll go ahead with Pittsburgh. I'll take a chance. It just serves no purpose, you know, to try to play just Kansas City and Kansas City with the blood. If you're going to play them, you know, maybe you find some alternate spreads or something like that. But if you're just going to go with the main spread, then I go with Pittsburgh and take the shot there. All right, so uh, can you believe there's a Monday night uh, wild card game? It's crazy. I think it's a cool idea, and it's a good one. Arizona and the Rams. Uh, I think this game's going to be uh, really good. I mean, they've already had two wild games. Why not uh, a real close game here when they're playing for you know the live or die another day, right? Like so, um, the number's four. I, I think the number's too big. I think the Rams might win this game, but I don't think they covered at four. Yeah, these are two teams who know each other so well. Obviously, didn't not playing twice a year. I mean, it, Arizona has not looked. Like they did early in the season, the last few weeks here since Murray came back, they looked even better at times when Murray was out. It seems like that, you know, he's shaking the rust off. They've had guys banged up all over between Edmonds out for a while, and then he came back. Now Connor's out. Is he going to play? You know, you have the the number. DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, once he went down, that changed that receiving core. Christian Kirk is awesome. He makes some big catches, but it's a lot harder when he's the main guy to get some of these other options in there. You don't have a Hopkins taking double coverage and Kirk being able to break the top off of things. So it has changed their offense. You know, Watts out there practicing, and you, know, you talk about that with Juju, like, can he play? Like, is Watt actually going to get out there and do something? Because the guy, every time he steps in the field, gets hurt again. He's a beast. He's a monster, but just cannot stay healthy. So I don't know if he's actually going to factor in. I think the Rams have stumbled at times, too, and not looked good. They've looked like world beaters, and then they looked like, you know, kind of the Rams of old with Goff leading them. So I don't know what to expect from them. I think they have the advantage here, but I agree with you. It's probably a, a field goal game. Yeah, and I don't. I, I'm not putting any stock in J.J. Watt. I think he's shot, and he, you know, once again uh, got injured and missed, you know, a majority of the season. I, I just think he's toast. I really do. But I can't wait for that game Monday, and we'll talk more about it obviously on uh, Coast to Coast on Monday afternoon at four Eastern on Sports Grid TV. Uh, by the way, the Panthers uh, beat the Stars tonight, seven-one. Wild seven-three over the Ducks. Abs four-three in a shootout over the Coyotes. I hit all three of those games. Uh, tonight in the NHL on ForAllOnTheBench.com and on Coast to Coast today. Saturday, a Penn Sharks in San Jose. The Predators are at the Bruins. Canucks at the Canes in Raleigh. Islanders host the Caps. Jackets at the Panthers. Red Wings host the Sabres. Stars are at the Lightning. Rangers are in Philadelphia. Leafs at Blues. And Ducks, Blackhawks in Chicago. Avs play the Coyotes again, this time in the desert. Kings are at the Kraken in Seattle. And the Senators, Oilers in Edmonton. So there's your Saturday NHL plays. Uh, the Grizzlies in trouble, down 11 early in the fourth. Their 11-game winning streak on the line is Pharrell on a bench. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. My buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada, so if he hears you crystal clear, I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. All right, so uh, college rack tomorrow, top 25 games, Tennessee and Kentucky in Lexington, NC State's at Duke, Oregon at USC, uh, Northwestern and Michigan State at the Breslin and East Lansing, Creighton's at Xavier in the Queen City, Texas Tech's at K-State in Manhattan, Seton Hall and Marquette in Wisconsin, uh, West Virginia's at Kansas at Fog Allen, Arkansas, LSU and Baton Rouge, Texas at Iowa State and Ames. Uh, the UConn Providence game postponed. Zags, Gonzaga at Santa Clara uh, tomorrow afternoon at 4. And then uh, Oklahoma State's at Baylor and Waco. Alabama's at Mississippi State. Utah at Arizona. Houston's in Tulsa. Auburn at Ole Miss and Oxford. And Oregon State's at Pauley Pavilion tomorrow night at 10.30 East, 7.30 West. Those games uh, should be awesome. All my picks are at ForAllOnTheBench.com. On uh, the Mavericks, looks like they're going to win this game. They're up 18 uh, with about nine minutes left. Knicks and Hawks tomorrow in Atlanta. Sixers are in Miami. Lakers at Nuggets. Raptors at Bucks. Blazers in D.C. against the Wizards. Pelicans and Nets in Brooklyn. No sleep till. Cavs at Thunder. Bulls are in Boston. After the way they played the last two games, they are dead meat. I mean, the Bulls are laying eggs. Clippers, Spurs in San Antonio. Magic Mavericks in Dallas. So there you go. It's 91-73 Dallas over Memphis. Looks like the 11 gamers over tonight. Uh, in Memphis. Can't wait for the playoffs. You got two tomorrow in the NFL, three on Sunday, including the Sunday Nighters, Steelers, and Chiefs. And we'll see you Monday at 4 Eastern on Pharrell Coast to Coast on Sports Grid TV. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good night from New York. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. 
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.